uh, uh, Blue Horizon. The Blue Horizon. He I got to work throw, there. Yes. Yeah, he he <laughs> he used to throw shows at the Blue Horizon, and the Blue Horizon. Some of his boxing shows they it's, were fixed. A lot of those shows, I, a lot of those boxing venues from, were fixed. From my understanding, I think it's still there. I think it's abandoned now, though. I'm not sure. It's a museum. They supposed is it? To, okay. They, they supposed to have made it in a museum or anything like that. But honestly, uh, they they only speak about three instances in the Blue Horizon. The one instance is when the Blue Horizon was uh, had boxing. They had Monday Night Boxing, and ESPN was in there. And when the GWA was in there, because we rocked that motherfucker, baby. We had the fucking place packed. We rocked that joint, okay? And uh, I, I know, I know. I heard stories on more than one occasion. You almost probably had riots in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. Well, we had a we yeah, we were up in the barrio with real Latinos hang out, and we used to go. We at this hall. I can't remember the name of the hall, but it's up. It, it's up in North Philly, and we had our first GWA shows at that hall. Dude, we had a full riot. We had a full riot because it was uh, the no, PR SWAT team. It was a PR SWAT team against the. Um, uh, was it a rec center or was it a hall? No, it, it, this was a hall. Okay. Because the only place I can think of, like uh, rec center, well, you're, but you're saying hall, though. I was going to say over at uh, uh, Fifth and Allegheny, they have that one rec center, but you're saying hall, though. So, But this I'm is wrong. a hall. Okay. And. Uh, it was the PR SWAT team versus uh, the uh, Cash Money Brothers, and the PR SWAT <laughs> team had the whole Latino nation in that motherfucker, yo. And I'ma tell you, it, it, full riot. Uh, Philly cops had to come it, because they they thought it was real. It could have sworn uh, it was real what we was doing to the PR SWAT team because we were. I mean, dude, we put poor night, poor Nitro and Danzar. <laughs> <laughs> we put them on it. We put it on them that night, and that was that was to put them over because, guys, if you're not making the the guys in the seats, the people in the seats, if you're not making them feel like this is real. And that they are emotionally invested, you're not doing your job. And we made them seriously emotionally invested that night. They could have said, "Well, the, the Cash Money Brothers was like the old Four Horsemen back in." Yeah, it was what it was. It was it was you, old dog, uh, old dog Atlas Rivera, yeah. uh, Mercury, Mercury. Yep. Yeah, I, we were the CMBs. We were the Cash Money Brothers, and dude, we put it on them. Now, now, <laughs> now, when when we put it were, on them. now when you no, it wasn't, that, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't Atlas Rivera yet. It was no, no, me, but, no, it was me old is, dog, and uh, it was me old dog and the uh, 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 damn, uh. Ron the boys, Star? no, it was not that Ron Saw wasn't with us yet. Yeah, it was okay. uh, the boys, it, uh, the Philly boys. It was two Philly boys. There's a lot of them. Us. Pick them, yeah. <laughs> but but now, it was now, us when, first. Now, when you were doing this, was this what? Now, was this GWA or was this PWA? This was GWA. Okay, PWA. When we pulled away from uh, a 
Avila's because uh, one night, and this is a, you will get this with a lot of promoters. Uh, you, The promoter has talked to the people about the venue and they'll tell the people at the who have owned the venue, oh, we'll pay you at the end of the night because that's when we get all our ticket receipts in and we we, we get more walk up than we have uh, yeah. residual money in the first place. I well, see where this is going. Well, you are that, then I don't need to go no further. <laughs> all I can say is some shit went off and, and I some people getting, walked <laughs> and I started getting phone calls to my home and people asking me where money at. Well, I'm just a booker, dude. You, you, hey, he, a certain somebody walked out with workers' pay, building and, pay, <laughs> and the building's pay. Okay, uh, so we had to make a. It was a violent decision to pull away from the GWA, and some other guys went with the GWA, and I did not. I didn't hold grudges. Because that's how the business is. You don't hold grudges. They went with the GWA. And, and, and I feel for the best, the ones who went with you made out better because after that split and in comes PWA, GWA was like, where? Where were you? Like They were, they, they were like, they, gone. Do you, do like, you know that venue? There was a venue right across the street from the, uh, the Coca-Cola factory. There was a venue over there. They uh, started running over there at GWA. And I'm going to be honest with you. They ran four shows after they split with us. They ran four shows because uh, three individuals from the ECW got in the ear of uh, Aviles and told him, oh, man, we can help you out. We can do this. We can do that. We're going to put asses in the seas. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Just uh, give but, us four, just yeah, give we're us gonna money. Need this money yeah. yeah, we're going to need this. We're going to need that. And they took a whole lot of money from the brother. Yeah. A whole it, it, lot of money. It, it happens when you work with a money mark. But when you got a money mark who thinks he's the one who's going to be doing the scamming because of the line but, of stuff that he does. Well, you know the gym. You know the gym. They came down to the gym. One of those dudes came down to the gym and what, got the Hawkins. My, yeah, down to Hawkins gym, and uh, got in my face and was like, "Man, don't be talking about such and such and such and such." You know, he out bull and this, that, and the other. I said, "Man, you don't know me. I don't care what you're saying out your mouth right now. You in here? You not in the ring? This is not a work." I ain't trying to hear nothing that you got to say. I said the same thing that's on your mind, you be put on your ass. So don't even come in here with all the rah-rah. I said, because this is not a work. I, I know who you are, but you don't know who I am. And I'm going to let you know, you don't want none of this. You don't want to even go there. I said, because you might whoop my ass, but tomorrow you're going to see me. And then if you see me tomorrow, that's the last time you'll ever see me. So that's, that's how that had to handle. We had to handle it that way. And like I said, it got violent. There was some gunplay. <laughs> there, was, there was dudes who had to go on their way, go on their merry way. But like I said, I, I, to this day, I don't have any grudges against anyone, anyone except for the dude who started all that. And one of those cats, the cat that came to see me is dead today. 
God rest his soul, but I don't talk bad about the dead. Yeah. Because they're not here to defend themselves. Right. He's not here to defend himself. So I won't say any names or who it it was, but he's not here. And another one of the cats is not here. And another one of the cats is just, he's a South Philly boy. I guess he in Jersey right now. They're just (laughs) floating around, I guess. Just floating. I mean, trying to get work wherever they can get it these days and still living off the name of the ECW and all that stuff. Dude. The the business back then was so it like I said it's dirty. Uh, the WWF used to run uh, commercials during the time that we was running commercials, so we did it. We did a reverse on them on their Monday night slots. We ran a, we ran commercials on their Monday night slots because we knew that everybody was was watching at that time, and we would run money commercials on their Monday night slot. And get people to call in our number and say, "What's going on? Who is this GWA and stuff like?" Oh, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. Hey, I, 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 I hate to tell you this right now. I'm looking at this. Uh, I'm sure you got the score on right. Oh in front yeah, of you. I see. It's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, these it's guys. Me, it's hurting yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> well, Flex, we've been on here an hour and forty five minutes. We didn't even like. Break the cream, the the uh, the boy. We honestly really didn't get that far because just the uh, early stuff is a lot of history, though. Too. Oh my uh, God, is so much history, so much. I mean, you you worked with so many companies, uh, a lot you, of indie companies, a lot. You of you you, you you gave so much knowledge to new cats not only that you worked with a lot of new upcoming cats i'm gonna name a few that where companies brought you in to work feuds and help put guys over one dylan freimeyer uh yep. which uh currently uh sunny days he yep. uh he's with he AEW. yeah he works behind the scenes at AEW. he runs uh he's uh the booker matchmaker down at southern honor wrestling that was, that was my that was my another one of my little brothers and like i i call you my little brother but you're a lot closer but dylan was he's a young, lot younger like, yeah, like he's a lot younger and dylan, and dylan i took as a, a, a little brother myself because right. he, 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 he was it. coming to watch me he was watching yep. me work i'm like so yeah he needed it and uh i dude this is this is what i'm talking about relationships in the business when you're sitting at home and you don't have anything left to do with the business, I'm, I was done. I was yeah. in, I was 40 years old. I'm done. And I said, I, I'm not wrestling anymore. And then I get a phone call from Reading and it's, uh, you know, the chicks, uh, Shannon, chicks, Shannon and, and, uh, Valentine, they call me up and they say, flex, uh, we bought pinkies. old W. What was that? That he had, PW. Uh, WPW company they they bought they bought everything from him and uh we got this kid Dylan and he needs a lot of help in the ring can you we would like to book you for some matches against him and he and I had like five great matches and uh, just just a great kid who needed just needed that polishing and that guidance and and I think and, he was he was cloud chasing at first. He had an ego because he he was also part of that that uh he had his money into them 
also with them. And I think they were trying to appease him, but he was dangerous in the ring. And they, they he couldn't be used the way that they want to. Nobody wanted to work with him. And they asked me to work with him. I, and I, I said, you know what? For me to come up to Red and to work with this kid, I got to have you. You know, you guys got to take care of me, blah, blah, blah. And they did it. They did it. They took care of me. They, uh, I took care of him. I took him under my wing. And to this day, uh, when he started running his own shows, because he broke away from them, because <laughs> when he, like I said, there's always something that you don't like about the business. And when you don't like about the business, you start your own thing. Yeah. So he started his old thing in Lewistown. And to this day, I could probably walk into Lewistown and, and they'll put a red carpet down on the floor for me in Lewistown. That was actually my last match in, in 2015 was in Lewistown. And, and the thing is, if anybody out there wants to catch any of that, uh, those matches between uh, Flex and YouTube. Dylan, you can just look it up on YouTube. There, yeah, on YouTube. I, there's multiple different uh, matches I believe they have on there. Uh, another young kid that uh, that that you got to do a series of matches with, which I didn't technically, I did not really get to see the matches themselves. ECPW because I wasn't there. Up in Allentown. I was mm -hmm. going to say Sean Williams. Yep, the Sean pro, Williams. All the promos yep. My leading God. in and out of those matches, <laughs> they were remarkable. Classics. I was, you had Classic. me dying hysterically. <laughs> Beating the beat, beating up strangers. Oh, oh, that's your, oh, oh, that's not him. And you're like, you want to start? I'm like, yo, come on, let's go, let's get out of here. That's not him. <laughs> and I drop money at the dude's. <laughs> and he's laying down. I drop money. I say, here, here's this funny you die. And just run up the street. Oh my god, you, dude. Yeah, you that was some good stuff. Good I watched. That was a good one. I, I did that one and, and put it on Facebook and people died. They were like, dude, you were so fucking stupid. I just can't believe you. But it was not just that. You just kept putting all these all these different promos yep. leading up to your uh, uh because you, you, about, had, you had more than one uh match though. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you about Sean. Sean hurt me really, 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 really bad in the ring you know how tired you... <laughs> he almost he almost had me retire uh he gave me the uh stone cold dump on the back of the neck Ooh. you remember when stone cold got hurt by uh, uh owen hart owen hart well that yeah. happened to me and uh but mine was Sean, this is what happens when you work with young kids who don't know how to improvise because you don't have to call everything. But if I sling you in and go for a hip toss, you block, you float over, go for a hip toss. I block, I float over and go for a hip toss. You block, I hit you to the stomach, you go down. I lay my leg over your head because, see, I could still do these things and I'm going to do a black backflip mm -hmm. and then give you the hip toss. Well, when I did that with Sean, he came up, way up, grabbed me and dumped me right on the back of my neck, dude. Dude, I had never, ever in all my life, because everything went dead. From my neck down, it went dead. Uh, All of a sudden, I got this feeling back. I got the tingles back, and I rolled out of the ring. 
the referee came out and said, are you all right? Because he saw me dump on the back of my neck. He saw it. I said, get him, tell him to work the crowd. Give me, give me at least two, three minutes. I got back in the ring. We finished the match. He pinned me. I just told him to pin me because I couldn't do anything, Dave. I couldn't do a damn thing. He pinned me. I, I roll out of the ring, go into the back, ask the guys, get a bag of ice, get my girl who I was with at the time, get her, tell her to come back to the to the dressing room. I couldn't move. I, it was it was I was done. I ain't gonna lie. And I had a match the next night. Did you did 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 you make it? Did uh, I made did... I made the match? I was. Do you 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 know Samringi? Uh, uh, Serini, yeah, uh, CM, yeah, CM, yeah, yeah. I was working him up in Lewistown the next night. That was in Allentown. So you I got hurt walk. again, dude. I'm in the locker room. <laughs> I tell Serini, dude, I got hurt last night. Don't work my neck. What does this son of a bitch do? He works my fuck kid. He works my neck. He's working it. What do I do? Get upset, threw his ass out of the ring, grabbed him, <laughs> threw him all into the tables, all into the chairs, used every chair in the place on his fucking head, started kicking him around, threw him back in the ring, covered him, went back into the locker room. <laughs> he was supposed to go over. I I shot it. <laughs> shot it, covered him, went back into the uh, locker room. He comes back. What the fuck? I said, dude, didn't I tell you not to fucking work my knee? Didn't I tell you not to touch me? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Get the fuck out of here. Get away from me. <laughs> I'm sorry for all the F-bombs, people, but this is when I get excited. Hey, 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 when it gets real, it's real. <laughs> but he uh, he hurt me even more. I had to go to the hospital that week and they found out that it was just a hernia, it was like herniated, but it was just swelling in the, in the spinal, in, in my C4, up in my neck area. It was just swelling in that it was going to go down and everything mm. was going to be fine. After uh, that, that's when they called me up and they asked me, was I fine? And I said, yeah, I'm fine. They said, well, can you work that into a gimmick? <laughs> Can you work that to it? I started wearing a neck brace. I was going to the gym. I would do the, you, you saw all the promos I was doing. I'm coming to get you, Sean. I'm coming to get you. I, I, I might have to look them up and try to download them. It, 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 it was classic. It, that was good. And then he and I had a, uh, uh, a street fight. And he thought, he, he, he said, yeah, I got my, my broom. And I did the old school, uh, uh, uh what's my man's name uh who just passed away uh hmm. black guy I, uh, uh i can't think bunch of scars on his forehead uh bunch of scars for ecw oh new jack new jack i did the old new jack thing and had a shopping cart full of shit two trash cans full of shit threw it all in the ring and just beat that boy just went to town i just destroyed him that was a great match and that was another match that was almost a riot because he had his girlfriend and his whole family up in the the, uh, stands and i was beating this boy half to death and it was color all over the place and and his people started getting really upset 
<laughs> they they really started getting upset, and people in the in the audience was like, "Oh, he deserved this." You know, all the marks was like, "Oh, he deserved this." What he did to flags, and, and you know, hey. Well, I just want to say we're almost hitting the two hour mark uh, here. Uh, the chat room is open, so people, if you have uh questions that you want to ask Flex, please chime in now. Because before it's too late, uh, he's like an hour behind on time zone. So yes, it's late. yes, it's yes. later for me. I still got to go to work. He still has he's an gotta hour go to left. Work. He I still has go an hour bed. left. I'm, a, I'm yeah. an old man. Y'all see these grades? I got to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, man. so if so, if you guys got uh, con, uh, well, not con, but if you got serious questions you want to ask, get them out there uh, in the chat rooms right away, right now. While you got a chance, uh. So, uh, what you gotta do is when we're off here, you gotta shoot me your uh address and stuff so I can get you one of these uh cool Thursday night slam shirt that uh, we just my had. Yeah, see, I, I, I do all our own designs here on the yeah, show, yeah, and that's a beautiful so, shirt because so, I was gonna say that you know, every guest who comes on your show should get a shirt, yeah, I mean, we, so we, I can just yeah, represent. Yeah. We all, <laughs> also just got in our pop-up pipe bombs t-shirt which is uh uh our podcast where it happens anytime anywhere anytime that's why it's called pop-up you know and then i did a tribute one of uh to uh like uh, the likes of run dmc okay so it was uh <laughs> okay okay yeah so i'm still waiting for my parody version of only fans the come only in, fans. yeah. The only fans when I did a body slams one version of that. So, uh, anybody ask any questions? If you don't have any questions for me right now, I don't give a shit. But if you had anything you wanted to say, uh, Dave will invite me back on yeah. again. I'm a retired. Oh, oh I, am, I, I would love I am to have seriously you back on again. I am seriously retired. I don't work. I, I get a pension from the, from the military. I don't work. I I live up here in, in uh, Canada. I I watch football. I play uh, video games all day long. Uh, I work out a lot because uh, I put on a lot of weight. <laughs> I, I think what I want to do one day is get a couple multiple different vets uh, who who are not working anymore and have them. Come on the show and let all of you discuss the business of how, you know, it is besides besides just, you know, me and you throwing stuff back and forth. Have some other guys who've been around and, and do like, I still talk to Booker T? No, I do not right now. I haven't talked to Booker in about I'd say six years. Cause like I said, I've been I haven't been, I wasn't home. Uh I haven't been in the States. Uh, when I left the States in, uh, in 2014, I left a lot of things behind. I, le- I, I mean, a lot of things. I got rid of a lot of things. I burned a lot of things. I got rid of a lot of things. Uh, Booker's uh, phone number is still in my phone, but I haven't talked to him in about six years. Yeah. Yeah, I see we got – currently we have three guests who are viewing. I see – well, we got Mikey, Joey, and I don't know who the – First of all, (laughs) first of all, where the rest of those clowns at? Those jabronis, those uh, the ones that I tagged when I uh, 
No, no, I, no, no. We're the boys that, that that was on that's on the podcast all the time. That they always got all this stuff to talk. They yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I hear them doing. Your your compadres. Oh, they always well, talk well, well, well that yeah. is well, that is Joey. Well, and, I like and, to and see Michael, them. Well, I would love to see them here today, no, especially no, that some no, bitch, especially that some bitch that was doing all that cooking back there, making all that noise. The other oh, day you're talking about Dennis? Yeah, all Dennis. Right. Your all right. Uh, <laughs> give me, give me one second, real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something for the boys. Hey, hey, guys, I know you're tuning in and you can hear everything going on. So what I'm gonna do is. I'm going to send the invite to the page and uh, there you go. Gentlemen, you guys have the invite now on uh, our uh, chat room page for, uh, for uh, in, in our body slams uh, pre-show group page. So uh, click on it, jump on in the room here and you guys can ask away, conversate hey, with flex hey, while Dave. we're still here. Hey Dave, you remember purple haze? Oh my God! God rest his soul. Uh, yes, yes, bro. When, I, when, I honestly, oh my. my masks and my boot, my 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 pair of boots that I have, and the masks that I wore are all from him. So, so Hayes like, Hayes was another one of my uh, teachers. He taught me a lot. Oh, he, uh, he taught a lot about arm drags and, yes, and just sir. lucha style. Yes, sir. Purple Haze was and, a wonderful but, guy, man. But wonderful. What people, when I say lucha style, his was the old school lucha yeah. style. Not yes. all that fancy high flying that they do nowadays. It, it, it was like his lucha style. Okay, yeah, you had some dives here. Uh, uh, you, you had some head scissors here and there, mm -hmm. but not all the crazy shit they got going on out with 50 million flips and yeah whatnot uh joey says he's already laying down in bed uh mikey's probably laying down in bed too <laughs> no, cool. because because he gotta get up for work anyway but uh you know what uh flex tate brother, brother. it's been a it's been a pleasure what's having pleasure. you on, on was, the on the show real, it was a real it was a thrill yeah. I've been I've been waiting uh, for this yeah. all day. My wife was like, "Look at you! Look at you! You're chomping at the bit over there." <laughs> and I'm like, you know, it, it, I've been wanting to do an interview for for pro wrestling for a while. Uh, Corey Castle wanted to do me uh, a couple of years ago, and I just couldn't I couldn't get around to him because I was out of the country. But he had, you know, he was like, I could, we can do this, we can do that. I can get it set up. To, but I was out of the country, dude. I, yeah. I just could, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And then I've been watching your podcast and everything, and and uh, you invited me. You said, yeah. hey, yeah. I want to give you an interview. You know, being all the way up in Canada and stuff, uh, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna offer an invite here, but you gotta do your homework, brother. You gotta My do homework. your. I, I know you don't. I I know you don't watch wrestling. You said, no. "Nope." I was gonna say this Sunday at 11 a.m. We are doing our NXT War Games prediction show. So okay. So from from my understanding, like I said, like how you said you didn't watch wrestling, so you don't know who are the participants in any of these matches are. Nope. 
So I was going to invite you. Now I'm not because you don't know who the <laughs> fuck anybody I don't know. Is. I don't. Bro, when I, when I tell you, I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone in this, in the All business. Right. I can't. You showed me a kid the other day and you said he was the second coming of me. I looked at that kid and I was like, you know, like, uh-huh, yeah. and, you know, like <laughs> he, he's close. We're talking yeah. about we're talking about Darian Hardway, everyone. Yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he's close, but he, he still got some. He he got a little bit more to go. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, he's still young. He's still wheel, young to be a flex wheel, but he, he a spot monkey. Right. You know, I don't like spot monkey. I I, I can I can I can see you uh, opening a school. I can see you managing. Not not yeah. today's not today. Not today, ah. because it's it's a different world out there, Dave. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 like it would be like uh, Magic Johnson trying to teach the kids well, today basketball. It's it's a different world. Uh, I started in '91 uh, and had 24 years in the business. It, it's so, and I've seen the difference how it became so so different, Dave. It's it's, <laughs> too, it's so different today. It, it's I- just different. Right. I couldn't teach these kids today. I couldn't. Right. What, what I, I got. I got something for you. I got someone who can ask you questions from a fan's perspective, okay. and that's our man, Mikey. Hey, ah, what's up, Mikey? What up, brother? What's going on? <laughs> How are you, brother? <laughs> now, oh now, man, now, doing all right. Mikey is one of our analysts, and yes. uh, he. I is, like him. And he is the brother of <laughs> of uh, Pat, who is like one of the lead guys behind Devro Sports. Right. And uh, Pat used to work as Frankie Frizzo, so he's the brother of a worker. So okay, so yeah, so yeah, he yeah. so so he knows oh, uh, he knows the insides of the business, but he was never a worker himself. But he can ask you questions from a fan's perspective. So from Mikey, a fan's perspective, yeah, ha, ha, yeah. I'm also, I'm also the better Bernard. Let's not forget that. You know, I, yes, you're the same. Uh, Bernard. Yes. I, I believe. <laughs> I believe that the fans. The fans are more important than the workers because without the fans, we can't do anything. Uh, but stroke each other's, you know what? But it's. It, <laughs> I'm serious. Without them, what is it? Uh, yeah. I, I've worked in in front of. 3,000 people, I've worked in front of 25 people. It's, but you still got to give them the same 100% you give them every time you're in the ring. Anytime you're in the ring. If it's two people, I'm going to give them the best thing that I can do. So, uh, what do you say uh, to fans out there or, or even anybody that's getting into the business uh, who have, you know, heard the term wrestling is fake because, you know, I know as well as you guys that, yeah, okay, it's fake, but your body does take a pounding. So what is your response to that? My response to, (laughs) I'm going to answer your question like this. When I was coming up in this business, a pro wrestler's, goal what he was taught is to not let that person who's sitting at home not let that person who's sitting in the audience think that they can do what i do so right we know we know that pro wrestling is predetermined 
Is it fake? Hell no. I got injuries all up and down my body. All I, and I, I'm serious. All up and down my body that I tell you there ain't shit fake about it. When I get slammed on the mat, when I got slammed outside the ring, when I do a plancha outside the ring, when I when I go through chairs, when I was going through tables, when uh, uh, Jim Neidhart grabbed me and threw me almost three rolls into the front row. No, none of that was fake, bro. <laughs> none of that is yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, and your body, it takes a toll on the body. Can I go out there and, and work the way that I used to work when I was uh, when I was 25, 26? Not no, but hell no, because I used to be a high flyer back then. I can't do a tenth of what I could do today. What I know what I can wow. do is I know how to I know how to still work the ring and do the basics. You do the basics and you can still make a match. This is what I don't understand about a lot of the kids today is that they they put their all into a match and what did you you got something out of it through your ego but what did you right give, but what did you give to the fans did you involve them did you involve the marks did you did you involve did you make a kid go home and say wow that's my hero for today or i want to come back and see that dude get his ass whooped today right right Independent wrestling is totally different than what's going on at any time on TV because I never believed that in indie wrestling, unless you run every week, and that's Fridays, that's Friday and Saturday. If you run every week, you can run storylines. In indie wrestling, if you're only doing this once a month, once every other month, uh, having shows, you can't run storylines. How are you running a storyline? Are you running a storyline to try to prove that you can you can do a storyline? And, and that's cool. Right. But to me, having interviews and all that stuff during uh, uh, indie show that you you run every once, every two, three months, or once a month. How are you running storylines and having interviews all up in the ring? Give the people work. Give the people, give the people who paid that money, give them the work that you be that you have been putting into the gym, that you put into watching shows, that you put into right. just doing a whole lot of effort. Give them that work and just make up a story. Let them know that's the heel, that's the face. And do you know how right, you do exactly? That? You you don't you don't even have to. Uh, I don't even have to go out there. My name is Flex Wheeler. You don't know if I'm the heel or the face until I make it into that ring. But I guarantee you that if the promoter told me, uh, Flex, I want you to be the heel tonight, and this is such and such, and dude's going over, I guarantee you, guarantee you, you'll know that I'm the heel before I even make it to that ring. You'll know that I was the heel, and and and. Right. You don't. There's no guessing game. Dave sent me a match the other day with this kid. Who he says is second coming to me. I didn't know if he was the heel or who was the face until about the middle of the of the match because they never involved the people. The kid that all of a sudden ah, he flexes and stuff like that. But then you say, I'm not here to just watch a match. 
if when I was a mark, I wanted to be involved. It, it felt to me, I felt like I was in the match because I shit, I did a more, more talking to the dude that was in the ring and he was talking back and forth to me and he made me feel like I was part of that match. And and that is what I really believe is so missing from the business right now is that I got your right, money. Because then, then you got the crowd, they're, they're focused in on the match. Now, yep. now you got their attention. Yep. You know, and, and most of the guys who who are working today in indies, they're working in front of friends, family, whatever. Are they really putting asses in the seats like like before? Before you could put up a a, a poster, and guys say, "Oh, that guy's going to be in that show. I'm coming to that show because that guy's there." The, now these yep. guys are yep. selling tickets, <laughs> and I, that happened a long time ago. Promoters giving guys a, 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 a tickets and saying sell this or you're not on my show. That, that kind of bull, that kind of shit <clears throat> fucks up a, and I hate that, dude. That messes up a promotion because and, if, and, if I'm selling that to send friends and family, are they really are do they really support pro, pro wrestling? Are they really supporting the indie wrestling? No, they just coming out to see me and they they're not invested in the rest of the show. And you know what's funny though when you say that about uh is, is you, you sell these tickets or you're not on the show type of situation that 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 even transcends beyond wrestling too whether it's like a concert or whatever yeah. hey uh yo yo you a local MC you want to get on uh you want to be the opening act on my show you need to go and sell these tickets and then you know I got a spot for you maybe yeah. maybe one song you'll get in if you're lucky right you know. So. It's 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 just a. I was I'm disappointed in how indie wrestling turned out after being in indie wrestling as long as I was in it. It, it, it don't get me wrong, indie wrestling wrestling is always going to be. It's always going to be around. It's always going to be. It's going to be here before I'm. After I'm gone, it was be. It was there before I was there. What it, I what disappoints me about it. It's always the, evolving, though. That that's right. the problem. It's, where it where, evolves, it yeah. evolves, and right now it's on a downswing of the evolution because you got too many guys who looked at it, and and backyard wrestling did it. Uh, Mikey Whipwreck did it. It, it. I'm gonna call his name out. I'm gonna call certain guys' name out because certain guys let people know that they could the guy who was sitting on the couch can get up off that couch and do the same fucking thing that I was doing. They can all they had to do was find a school that would take them in and say, oh take I their need, money. Yeah, yeah. And take their money and say, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna bring them in and I'm gonna do this with it and I'm gonna do that. There's a guy out there right now, Danny, you know who I'm talking about. He runs, he runs uh, the monster, the monster factory. Yeah, yeah. Danny's doing the right thing by these kids right now. He's he's doing the right thing, and that's what we need is guys who are committed to doing the right thing for the sport, for the business, uh, to keep it going. If you just taking money from guys, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna train this guy how to bump, blah blah blah, and then they going in the ring and they hurting dudes like myself. That's yep. not good for the business. It's not good for the business. And I've run into people like that, and and you, it puts a bad taste in a veteran's mouth, but then it puts bad taste in other people's mouths who are gonna talk bad about the business. 
I, I don't I don't talk bad about the business. I'm disappointed in it. Right, right. I mean, I mean, uh, what you're just saying, you could see that even uh, today. Like I, uh, Brian Danielson was saying, like you know, like some of these guys that get to a certain age, and then one, one you know, minute. you got young Joey, guys. Joey, you're absolutely right, Joey. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, you got these young guys. You know, as you were saying, who have that, like, not trained the right way, and then now they're getting hurt because no one showed them the old school way, the, the correct way of working in the ring. It's, it's, it's and it's true. Even, it's really true. You, it's not you even see if it. they're getting hurt or not. Most of these guys don't even know what Carney is. They don't know what the kayfabe is. The kayfabe, dude. The kayfabe to me was like, was 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 like what Christianity is to Christians. That's what the kayfabe was. That's what Carney was. Carney is was was like, dude. We're getting money from these marks. But you remember that they pay your salary. They pay the salary of the promoter who pays your salary. None of that. It's a symbiotic relationship. None of that shit works without you being able to convince the mark that you are greater than what they are. All right. Right. And and, and and these guys have forgotten that or they haven't been or they haven't been gotten taught that at all, because it's just it's it's just like what Joey Image is saying is these these quote unquote trainers are taking money from people and, and, and paying your bills with some some knucklehead who ain't going to pay you all that money anyway. In the end of the, in the end of it all, what are you going to do? You're going to you're going to strong arm him. What are you going to take his money? You're going you're going to uh, take you take you took down his uh, social security number or whatever the fuck he did. They're trying to convince right, that right. you got it that you're a real <laughs> business that you took that. So what are you going to do? Go to the credit bureau and try to get it get it uh, get that put on his credit? It's not going to work. You're not hey. going to you, you you're not hey, going to uh, make the money off of these guys. Hey Tate, we got uh one more uh one of our analysts coming to, into the room now at the last yes, uh, at yes, the sir. end of the show. Yes, uh, this is Pat that I mentioned earlier, uh, Frankie Frizzo, uh, Mike's brother, uh, one of the gentlemen behind Devereaux Sports, and uh, he has his own show called The Gobbler, which will be on this Sunday at nine. And he and he talks sports, football, and all that stuff. So if you're in, so if you want to jump in and check out his shows. You can jump in early that day on Sunday and talk sports with them. What's up, brother? How are you? What's going on? How are you? All guys? right, I'm doing well. I'm doing. Hey, well. what's up, Pat? And looks the worst Bernard. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, these guys got heat. <laughs> Look at that so, girl down there. As long as it's friendly heat. All right, no. Pat. Spill the beans. What do you got? I know you got some questions. No, no. So I was listening to your guys' conversation. I got the tail end of it, and uh, it's a you guys are talking show, about trading right? and all that stuff. It's it's nowadays. It's about you know if you can sell merchants, it's, the traders don't care as long as they get to some of this. Like I'm mm -hmm. from, I told you guys, I'm from the old school way of King Kong Bundy. 
where he made sure you're getting trained right. He don't care who's selling what ticket. He wants to make sure you're getting trained. Don't let him catch you outside that ring. You are That's in right. that ring. You're you're paying your dues to be in that ring. And do you, you know why that is, Pat? And do you know why that is? What's that? That's because <laughs> Bundy and all the other guys, they worried about getting hurt. You're messing with somebody's livelihood. This is not – it's not it, – it, pro wrestling is not a game. It's not a game because if I put a guy up in a suplex, he doesn't know how to land, or he puts mm. me in a suplex, he doesn't know how to, to put me down correctly. Dude, you can get hurt, in it, and that's my livelihood. It's gone. Yeah. It's right. gone. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And uh, and I'm not trying to knock off the, the guy who took over his promotion after that, but a certain somebody was there just to sell tickets, and he they get they he threw him the strap, threw him everything, and he was only a year in and calling the shots, and and, and some you know it gets like that sometimes. And it's uh, it's, it's I, not... I, I knew I knew a, a couple I knew a guy who only, he only trained a few months here, a few months there, but he never spent a full month a whole year paying his dues. And all that stuff again. He was just another ticket seller. The promoter didn't care. He threw him the strap. And like you said, you know, um, you forget these moves are, you know, what they call fake. But it, it, you land someone the wrong way one time, that guy might never walk again. It's in your Ever. hands. Exactly. It's in, exactly. It's it's in your hands. That's, that was the first thing that I was taught: is you got to take care of the guy who takes care of you. If right. You, I mean, you, uh, you both. It's a symbiotic relationship, dude. I'm trying to yeah. come back and do this game, this thing again. Now, if it's a straight up shoot, if uh, excuse me, guys, if it's a straight up shoot, okay. You know what? Don't don't do that in the ring. You know what? Meet me out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. See me. I, see me after I, the show. I, I think see me I, at the show. I think don't even don't even do it in the locker room because mm-hmm. we still in the presence of everybody else. We got mm-hmm. heat with each other. Let's go out in that parking lot and we can talk this thing out. Mm-hmm. But I, if you, you know, or do whatever you want to do. Believe it or not, the best advice I've, I was ever given was by actually by uh, Scott Doctor Ice, Scotty Ice. Um, believe it or not, he actually gave me the best advice ever. He said, "Listen, you're in there with a veteran." You let them call the match. You Absolutely. sit there, and he's like, "You sit there and you keep quiet." He's like, "Believe it or not, he's like, I've been down there in Nashville with with uh, William mm-hmm. Regal, and some rookie came in and said, we're going to do this, that, this, that, and this, that.'" And I've heard and this. Regal story. went, "Okay, sunshine. Okay, sunshine. Okay, yeah, sunshine. no problem. Yeah, we'll oh, do that. And, yeah, yeah." And, and Regal went, "Okay, sunshine. Okay," and he says, the, "The minute they went for a lockup, Regal grabbed his arm and popped his elbow the other way, and he said he walked out the ring." So. I was always told so. Whenever I got in there, and did, you know, I, me as a green orange, come in working, you know, with for Bundy, you know, I really want to learn the craft. Uh, Mike will tell you, I spent um, summer of summer of '05, and all I did, I went from 250 to 185, and all I did was run, sit because Bundy sat us all down before, and he said, "If you guys want to be in this ring, you want to look like wrestlers, start training like wrestlers, get attired like wrestlers, mm-hmm. get yourself some gear." Because like, you know, yeah. my, you know, you know, yeah, Chris was pretty that. serious about all that. So, um, my, my first gear was you know, a white beater and, and you know, squishy pants. And he said, What are you wearing? And Angel Gonzalez, he said, The three of us, and me and this guy, Chino James, so he quit within a, within a month anyway. He said, uh, like, See, if you guys want to come, you guys want to look at wrestlers. You know, get yourself in shape and get some proper tire, <clears throat> or else you won't be in my ring. 
So uh, that's uh, a that's the one thing about these trainers, uh, trainers. They're supposed to uh, not just school weed, guys in the weed, ring, weed, but weed out, else outside. What, no, what is supposed to weed out the weak. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to cut those dudes off. If you can't cut it, you got to go. I'm not trying to just take your money because, like mm-hmm. you said, it, it, the, the, the business is fed by the guys that are in the business. If you're no good to me, I can't feed, I can't eat off of you. You can't mm-hmm. eat off of me if we're not any good for each other. So you got to go your own way. You guys gotta go. <laughs> what, what the hell are squishy pants? I was wondering squishy that pants. too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Adidas, uh, right, 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 right. Like the basketball shorts. No, no. no. But but Adidas. but what you was what you were saying there is is it reminds me of a story when I took Flash Wheeler with me over to uh, Jersey. Uh, Flash Wheeler was was my tag team partner. We, we go over to Jersey and we're going up against the headbangers. Uh, I knew these cats before they were the right. headbangers. I knew them when they were the Blackhearts. Okay. I knew the kids. I knew, the, I knew those guys before they went to the WWF. Okay. And became the headbangers and they were the Blackhearts. So we're, we're over in Jersey. I'm dapping up the guy saying, hello, what's going on? He go put his bag down, go sit down. Okay, mm-hmm. that, that's one mistake. And then he goes, he looks up at the board and he sees who's who's working. And this is a Carluzzo show. He says, oh, we got the headbangers. So he goes over to them and instantly, guys, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Well, we're going to do this. We got, and I, I like to do this. And I, they, I'm sitting next to him. They both looked at me and I go, just like this. They said, okay, <laughs> Flex. Okay. We, they said, all right, we got it. We got it. He was like, all right. So he's going to go put on his gear. As I'm sitting down with them, they look over to me. They say, you come in, start with us. You toss us around a little bit, do this, do that. Tag out, let him in. Don't tag me. <laughs> when he reaches, when he reaches to tag you, don't tag him. I said, you guys got it. You guys got it. Dude, they absolutely destroyed him. Yeah. Destroyed him. One of them took his finger, his thumb, and stuck it straight up his ass. Wow. <laughs> okay, wow. he bent them over. The, he bent them over and jammed his thumb straight up his ass. <laughs> Every time he went to reach for me for a tag... I would go like this, shake my hand, uh, yeah. away, look at the crowd, work the crowd. <laughs> he finally tags me out. I get in, do an arm whip, get one of them down, one, two, three, and they kick, they go to kick out, and then they don't kick out. They say, just hold it, just hold me. And then they go to kick out, I hold him, and, they, and we won the match. We get in the back. He's crying. He's screaming at me. He said, why'd you let them do that to me? I said, the one thing that you don't ever do, and especially when you with me, because you represent me. Mm-hmm. I said you run with my last name. I said the one thing that you don't ever do is come into a locker room and tell veterans what you want to do. Don't you ever do that? Yeah. I said they just I, taught I, you I was, a lesson. Mm-hmm. Folks, I was pretty much in the same uh, predicament. I was at ACPW, 
and uh, I was with the, I was working the Nigerian Nightmares, and my tag team. Oh my God, was, you worked them. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh. here, 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 here's the, here's the blessing of all this. So my tag team partner comes right out the shoot, goes, "Yeah, I'm a backyarder." So and oh so he, yeah. So so. So the best, <laughs> I guess I so here goes the blessing. Yeah, it's gonna be like really. So here goes the blessing to all of it. So Kwame comes up to me. Kwame goes, Frizzo, who you work at? I'm working on nightmares. She goes, follow me. He he takes me over there. He goes, listen, this is my boy here. Take care of him. He's like the other one you could beat the piss out of, but this is my boy here. So please take care of him. So I'm working. You know, Aaron, God rest us all. I'm working, Aaron. It's going smoothie. He goes, all right, tag God your boy rest, in. God rest Aaron's soul, man. That mm -hmm. he, goes, he goes, tag <clears throat> your boy in. I tagged him in. It was like watching a, 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 a zebra getting fed to the lions. I was just <laughs> And, bro, if they want to work, work stiff, they, oh, my God. If they want to hit you stiff, ain't shit mm. you can do about it. Ain't nothing. I, I refuse mm -hmm. to work those guys. They used to say, hey, Flex, you want to work? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Because their finisher was crazy. They did. They had a couple of finishes, but they had the one where the one gets up to the top rope and the other one grabs the other one's arms and then flips over on top of you. Yeah, with a senton then. With a senton. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I was like, nah, 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 nah. I like me. I like me. Yeah. I love I think, some me. I, I think <laughs> me, we, I, me and JoJo worked them probably about three or four times in matches. And we loved it every time. Mm. We just beat, we all, cause, because we were all big boys. So, so we all just beat the piss out of each other. That's all it was. It was like, all right, let's go out and have some fun, guys. All right. Woohoo. <laughs> and when they come into a locker room, man, you knew they were there. When they were coming to a locker room, they they were always late. Everywhere I was at, they were always coming in late. The damn near the show was even about to start or it already started. And, they coming in late, but and, you knew they was there. <laughs> they and were, the ah. funny, and, and the funny part about it is like mm -hmm. like when 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 you're green, when the guys are green in there, and you see these two big guys coming in, you only know what you see through the curtain mm -hmm. or what you heard about. But these two were two genuinely nicest, mm -hmm. most humblest guys I could ever meet in my life forever. And and like and when you're in the locker room with them, you know, not out there in the curtain where everyone can see you, when you're in the back there, we just laughing it up, telling jokes, telling <laughs> stories, this and that. And the then the green and, I used and, to, and I, that's the only thing I really miss about the, the business. Is the locker room? I miss yeah. the locker room. I, 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 I really, I'm, Dave. I miss the locker room. The locker I, room I, is the best. Yeah, the the thing I is, you got to have when it depends on the promoter. I would say the locker room. Uh, when they're smart enough, not just to book talent for talent, just because you know guys do whatever bullshit in the ring. But you got to have a great locker room that everyone gets along. They're all there. They're all there to protect each other. Mm -hmm. No, no, no matter what. And 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 then you all have a great hell of a time. And Joey is in the chat room, and he can agree with me when me and him talk about Grand Slam wrestling. When me and him worked up there, 
I, I, to this day, I still talk about them because I love those group of guys up there. It was nothing but fa- we, we had the best of times. We had so much fun up there. Uh, it, it was like it was like nothing I I done before. I, I worked for a lot of other con con companies too, but this, but these group of guys up there, hands down, like even when I after I got hurt, they welcomed me with open arms to say, "Hey, keep coming back. We're gonna use you as a manager." And 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 you, and instead of kicking me to the curb, you know, and and. And, and until this day, I still talk to the owner, John, John, John Salinas, me and him, you know, we exchange messages back and forth constantly about random dumb shit sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's good, though. That's good that you have that. I think Joey got to go, though. You got Joey. Yeah. See My you, man. Joey. Yeah. Great to see I, you, brother. I mean, that's another good point you bring up, too, Chio, because... I spent a lot of years with ACPW, and Charles Gregory was the leader of that locker room. I mean, once mm-hmm. once Ron Starr handed over the bookings to to the Charles, um, he took care. He he made he told you for the door. If you're gonna act like a superstar, you need to leave this locker room because there ain't no superstars here. I mean, I'm a good names. guy. I did two good two good names you just named: mm-hmm. Ron Starr, Charles Gregory. Mm-hmm. Just just. Stand up guys. Charles don't take no shit off of nobody. No. Charles, he don't take no, no, no shit. Not even off of me. No shit. He ain't taking it. He ain't trying to hear it. He don't give a shit. You know uh, what's kind of uh, funny? And speaking tell of, you straight up. Speaking of right. Ron Starr, uh, speaking of Ron Starr, I had a conversation with uh, Dan Zar not uh, about maybe a year, maybe a year or two ago, mm-hmm. and I, I, I believe I, I, I talked to uh, Ron as well. I said, "Look, guys," I said, "If anything ever happens to me, and I and I somehow no longer is in this world, I said I want you two brothers to preach at, at, at my sermon. I want you two." And and like they're like, "Oh, don't be talking like that." No, I'm not trying to talk like that, but. I don't want my family to just go and pick any pastor from 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 some any church that I go to. No, I want two brothers that I know that 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 who I love in this business to speak on my behalf, you know, and that can do me justice. And I, I said, you two, hands down, DJ Danzar and Ron Starr. That's my two guys. <laughs> you mean cruiserweight Ron Starr now? Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Ron looking like me around is doing well. Uh, <laughs> one last, one last story, guys, and then we gotta cut this. Definitely, so definitely. my man got a Dave got to go to bed, and uh, it's Friday tomorrow. Yeah, last day of the week is is it's what I was telling kids about taking your gear to a show. I'm not telling you to bring it in nobody's locker room because if you insulted me by bringing your gear into a locker room and I didn't book you, believe me, I'm going to throw all your shit out my locker room and what you with it. So don't don't come in somebody's locker room if you're not booked on the show with your gear, but have it in your car. But uh, case in point, this is Tower City, uh, PA. I was still a green, green, greenhorn. I, I not a green, green, greenhorn. I said one year in the business, and uh, uh, there was a show in Tower City, and it was a Dennis Carluzzo show, and 
I said, you know what, I'm gonna go check this show out. So, cause I only live maybe 15 minutes from the, from the uh, place anyway. So I drive my car up there. I got my gear in the car, excuse me, gentlemen. And uh, I walk into the locker room and Tom Brandy's sitting there. And Tom Brandy, he and I knew each other from uh, working other shows together. And he was like, hey, Flex, what's going on? La, la, la. And uh, we're in the locker room. I say hello to everybody. And he says, what are you doing here? You book? I said, no, I'm not booked. I just came to say what's going on. He was like, yeah, okay, okay. He says, uh, you, you got your gear with you? I said, yeah, I got my gear with me. He says, all right, all right. He says, uh, you know you know Dennis Carluzzo? I said, no, I don't know Dennis. So he goes, uh, okay. Uh, as we're talking, Dennis Carluzzo walks in. He's kicking shit and he's cussing he's like what the fuck oh my god blah 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 i can't fucking believe this shit and he's just cussing up a storm and kicking stuff and throwing papers and stuff and he looks over at me he was like and who the fuck are you and i go, <laughs> and I go uh, 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 i'm flex wheeler he was like flex wheeler i don't even know who the fuck is? and and tom brandy stands up he says yo yo dennis dennis be cool be cool he's cool he's cool he's with me he's all right he's a good kid he's all right he's like all right all right he says so what's wrong why are you out here cussing and all this stuff what's going on he said fuck sabu's stuck in goddamn denver sabu's in denver he got stolen he's stuck in i can't i just spent a whole lot of fucking money to get sabu to come here tonight that fucking house out there is a whole lot of people in that house and they ain't going they wanted to see sabu he's just going off he's going nuts Tom, this is why I love Tom Brandy to this day. Tom Brandy looks at me. He says, you got your gear, right? I said, yeah. He says, Dan, who was Sabu going up against? He said, Chris Candido. Chris is about 15, 20 minutes out. He said, he'll be here. He's on his way. He says, uh, put flex with Chris. He said, that's the fucking main event. I don't know fucking kid. I don't know who this guy is. What the fuck are you talking about? Him with Chris Candido? Do you know Chris Candido is a champion of fucking Smoky Mountain Wrestling? Remember Smoky Mountain Wrestling, guys? So he go, yeah, he's a champion of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. He says, I can't fucking put this kid with He said, get the fuck out of here. So he walks out, comes back. He said, oh, my God, I got a thousand fucking people upstairs right now. They came here to see Sabu and Chris Candido, and I got nobody to go up against Chris Candido. Tom goes, I'm telling you, take this kid, take him now. He says he can do anything Sabu can do and better. He looks at it, he says, you got your fucking gear? I said, it's out my guy. Go get your fucking gear. Put your fucking gear on. You, I swear to God, kid, I'm putting you with Chris Candido. If you fuck this up, your name will be fucking mine. Nobody, he's just curry. He's going fucking it, off. He's it sounds like Carluzzo. He's, he's fucking wow. killing me. So he goes, uh, Chris walks in. He's like, ah, Chris is, was the epitome of a guy who just loved everybody wonderful guy wonderful wonderful guy god rest his soul so uh he walks in he's sitting down he's talking to, uh, to brandy and brandy says uh chris you got him tonight he says who he's like hey hey how you doing he shakes my hand he says i'm chris candido what do you do he says what do you do what do you do 
I'm telling him I didn't do some aerial stuff either. He says, okay, okay, okay. He says, you told me. He said, guess what? You're going over tonight. I said, uh. He says, you're hometown, you're hometown boy, aren't you? <laughs> you're hometown boy. I said, yeah, I, I don't live too far from here. He says, I said, but I wasn't on a card. Nobody knows. He says, I don't, I don't give a shit about that. He says, you're going over tonight. I said, <laughs> I said, Chris, you're the Smoky Mountain Wrestling champion. I said, I can't go over you. He says, what are you being humble? Don't be fucking humble with me, buddy. He says, I don't want to hear about humble. He says, you're going over tonight. So Carluzo walks in. He says, okay. Chris, you're over tonight. He says, no, he's going over there. He says, no, fuck if he's going over tonight. That's fucking kidding. Uh, really, really he ain't going over tonight. He says, Sam, <laughs> ain't going over tonight. He says, but that fucking kid over there ain't going over tonight. Not over on you. He says, that's the best of bottom line. So I'm sitting there. I say, okay, great, great, great. I don't go over. I'm great. Dude, we went out there and we brought the house down. We brought that roof down. We took it down. He didn't let me go over. He let me go over by disqualification. He did a fucking senton. He had me on the table. He says, just move. He does a senton over, over the ropes, onto the table. I move, and he crashed through the table, laid there. I get the 10 count on him, and I go over that way. He takes his belt. He says, you didn't win the belt. And he runs out. I chase him back mm-hmm. out. He gives me this big, huge hug. And it was, a, I mean, one of the best feelings that I had ever had in the business. Get back down <laughs> in the locker room. Brandy says, you did me proud. He says, you didn't fuck it up. He <laughs> says, because Carluzo would have killed us both and put us mm-hmm. in, the, in, a, in a, a hole in the back of this building somewhere. He said, we would both be dead. He says, thank you, thank you. What I'm telling kids to this day, you never know when an opportunity comes. Mm-hmm. Carluzo, right. Carluzo takes, gives Chris his envelope, takes, gives me an envelope. Sabu's name was on the envelope. I got Sabu's payday. Must be a nice payday. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a nice payday. He said, hey, from, that, from, from that moment on, I had been working for Dennis Carluzzo. Mm-hmm. And God rest his soul, he took care of me very, very well. When you get, when you get uh, not crowned, but if you get deemed one of Carluzzo's boys, his son will tell you to this day, he says, you were one of my dad's boys. He wow. loved you. He really, really loved you. And and I'll never forget Dennis Carluzzo because he put my name out there. He really did. But that's that's the moral of the story. You fucking kids out there, bring <laughs> your gear. So and be humble. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you s- saved that amusing ass story for last because that's a story you never, ever told me once until nope. now. I finally got to hear it. Oh, oh, oh so, man! Uh, story. That's what. That's that one of my great. best ones. That's one of it. That's one of my great stories. And, and like I said, uh, Tom Brandy, that dude could he could walk on water. If he would call me today and say he needed me for something, he would always get it because he was a guy who put me on the map. Also, with a lot of guys, he put me on with deeds. He put me on with with uh, Damien. He put me on with a lot of a lot of people. Dio. He, he put me on. And in this business, if you're not putting on another a worker, a guy that you know who's supposed to be your friend, like Dave is my friend, I put him on with people. If you don't put them down with somebody and put them on, you, then you're not a worker. 
you got to take another guy with you and pull them up with you and put them down with somebody. If you don't put them down, you're not doing your you're not doing the business any kind of good service, especially if they're a good worker. Because I never had it. I have. Oh, I was about to say I never had an ego in this business. We all have an ego in this business, but I never looked at another worker and say, "Oh, that dude outwork me, so I ain't gonna ever get him any work." Fuck him. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. I- and, and Foxy, you bring a good a good point because just within your stores, I like there's so many that came to me. But like you said, you were just saying about <clears throat> bringing somebody on. Like, um, I for instance, Shaheem Ali. Uh, mm-hmm, Shaheem, I know a Shaheem. Shaheem. Mm-hmm. So we were, you know, I was good friends with him from ACPW, and uh, I was where I was getting my name out there to the, like the WAs and the SWS or Ventrello. But I said. Uh, I told him, I said, why don't you come with me one of these days? I'm like, they pretty much, pretty much use you. I said, they need talent out there, and they're always looking to put somebody on. Like, and uh, I said, those those smaller venues, they draw. And uh, I got small venues there. always draw. I like mm-hmm. a small venue. Small mm-hmm. venues draw. Small like venue. I, I personally like the small. Uh, well, not even small venue. Just the fact that uh, uh, small redneck towns. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Right, but they're the ones I like because you know <laughs> definitely those because it, there's always you gotta a call fa- the state police to come get you escort you out of there. <laughs> I swear that's how you know you're doing good. I work, I work because every time once and I would say every time it, they had to call the state police. I'm saying every time you look out in the front row, it's always some huge chick with some guy with no teeth. Uh-huh. Always in the front row. Yeah, I'm doing this wrestling. Right. <laughs> and and, 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 and like, like I said, I was listening to your story. Another thing that aggravates me, like, okay, I get like there's fans that, like want to be around the locker room, but I hate when they be, take the act, the manager role. Yeah. If you did not pay your dues, do not mm. come nowhere near the show because Dave, don't, don't Dave, sell me the other side of the guardrail because you're going to hear telling me. Dave was telling me the other day that I should manage and I don't want to bump anymore. I'm not a bumper. I don't do any mm. more bumps or anything like that. He says, oh, you don't have to. But I'm from the old school where a manager bumps. And a man has got to take a bump. If you're going to be out there with the boys, you got to take a bump. So I'm I'm that old school that I would never get in the ring and manage somebody because I'm I'm going to have to bump. And mm-hmm. and I like I a lot of promoters let let marks get away with that because the mark probably bought bought a book of tickets and and mm-hmm. they've given them a shot to be out there. But dude, if you're not bumping, you don't need no. You don't have any business around that ring. Hey, I am sick hey. and tired of promoters I- and trainers allowing marks to become something that they did not train themselves to be, first of all, or they do not know what Carney and the kayfabe is about. Our mm-hmm. job as professional wrestlers as workers was to make the illusion that that person who was sitting on their couch watching me from TV or that person who was sitting in the chairs could not could not do what I did. They're not and they they can't do what I do. You know it's funny though one thing I hate about Mark managers is like when one opponent throws the other one to the outside or put them on the ropes or whatever, and they're giving them these cheesy ass uh, shots or kicks that don't mean anything, that like there's no effect of <laughs> whatsoever. Is like, what the hell are you doing? Like, like stop it! Just don't touch it. Just don't, it's don't like the it. fans are supposed to buy this. No. My my, my favorite, my my favorite ones, like, like 
you were talking about flex about Chris pointing you over. Well, I was working Devin Moore, and Devin Moore's like, "Yeah, you'll go over." And the dude Loudy, when he made it sound like it was like a personal contract against him, he's like, "No, he's like Drew, he's like he's like when I went over, he's like you beat Devin Moore. He's like no one in the state of Pennsylvania could beat Devin Moore, and this is a marketable manager." He was like, no one could beat him. He's not supposed to lose in, in Pennsylvania. I'm like, and Drew's like, go over. But he was just like, he had like a fit, a con, you know. He's he's going around the ACP dollar locker room. He's he's getting upset. And Breaker, Breaker, it cracks me. He's like, Frizzo, just pull your pants down and let this guy take care of you. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> I said, geez, Breaker. Yeah, it's it, the business. <laughs> like I say, we. I think it's a lot of us who failed the business, guys like us who are talking about the business and what we don't like about the business today, uh, we, we dropped the ball. We failed the business because we didn't put our foot down uh, and continue what came before us. We didn't continue it. Some of us didn't have the power when Vince opened up the books and and opened up the Internet and let everybody know that the business is what it is. That that wasn't our control. But when a certain somebody, one eyed somebody and another guy put on hoods and they went and did a video and they showed everything that we do in the you know what i'm talking about dave i i know i know that i know the people you're talking about and and they and they went and and told everything and made a video on it and people started by and they messed up the business us as workers we were supposed to shun them they should have never ever 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 got booked ever again one and 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 somebody should have broke yeah, and, and to this day, they're still getting booked, and somebody should have broke their legs and ended their career, honestly. But I look at the, I look at professional wrestling, what we do as professional wrestlers, as like the mafia. Uh, honestly, this is our mm-hmm. thing. It's our thing. It's not everybody else's thing. It's not not even the smart marks because <clears throat> the, the 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 marks are who we get to pay our bill. We work them and it's a work. We work them to get money from them. They're not supposed to be involved in what we do other than be a mark and be a fan and pay our bill. But our job is to make them comfortable enough and entertained enough to want to just give that money away freely. And we Mm -hmm. lost our way. That's that's yeah. my opinion. I I know a lot of guys who say you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Flex. You don't, you don't, you know, what the, you don't know what the fuck you know. you're talking about, Flex. And, and, or, or, and, and when I when I walked away from the business, I walked away totally and freely and said, you know what? I left a mark. Hopefully some other guys can can pick up where from where I left off and just keep it going. Right. But I'm I'm a little disappointed. I'm especially the indie, the indie circuit, because there was a lot of guys like when I worked up uh, in in Allentown. You know, you know what? Against Sean and those guys, yeah. they had his, they had this guy called Luca Brazzi up there. When you got, I, you know, I know Luca. Luca. 
know. These guys get egos and they, you know, oh, you, you, you was in the business 24 years and you ain't do nothing. And this, oh, uh, you hear what I'm saying? Because you know what's you, funny though? You know what's funny though that, 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 that you brought him up? Uh, cause him and his, uh, partner, uh, South Philly's finest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like years ago when I met them, uh, they were humble as said, fuck. Well, no, no, how, how, how you said ego and stuff. It, it, it was the reputation mm-hmm. that went around that I heard from a lot of people. But as time passed on, and I literally got to know them till this day, to this very day, they are actually very, very humble as, you know, humble as fuck right, right now, you know, like two of like the greatest cats that I know in the business, you okay. know. Cool. And, and cool. Like, then, they, then they've changed. Then they've changed, and anybody can change. Uh, I, I used to run around. I trained Billy Real. I've trained. <laughs> Don't uh, even get me uh, started with him. Trent, Trent Acid, God rest his soul. Yeah, I, uh, Missy Hyatt, yeah, not Missy Hyatt. Uh, Missy uh, uh, Samson. Uh, Samson. Missy Samson. I hold. That's my little sister. Missy Sampson's my little sister. Mm-hmm. I she took chops from me. She took she took ass whoopings from me because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure she really wanted it. Down at Hawkins mm-hmm. Gym, she used yeah. to come into Hawkins Gym. <clears throat> I used to beat the living shit out of her, and she'll tell you this to this day mm-hmm. that she she holds me in reverence because I did that to her and made her really want the business, really want to be in the business, and. When we, we, I ran into like Billy Real. I lost him as a friend because we, this is stupid. Yeah, what I'm about to tell you guys is absolutely stupid. Billy Real, <laughs> when when Trump became president, Billy Real called me. I was in Nicaragua when when uh, Trump became president. I flew back into from Nicaragua to Pennsylvania to vote for, and I voted for Hillary Clinton. But, but Trump won. I flew back to uh, Nicaragua. Billy Real calls me in Nicaragua and says, hey, Flex, guess what? Trump won. And guess why? Because you didn't book me on such and such and such a show. But uh, Thank you, Pat. Thank you, brah. Thank you. On such and such and such a show. Back in such and such as I'm like, what? What? Wow. wow. What? And I'm, I'm, the egos that I've dealt with, we, and believe me, you have to have an ego to be in professional wrestling. If you don't have an ego, if you don't have a self-confidence, you ain't going to make it in the business. It, it, it is what it is. You have to have that ego. You have to have that, that self-awareness. You have to have that, that self-confidence in yourself that you can get up in the ring and you can do these things and nobody else can do them. You have to have that to be able to be a success in the business. But when you, when your ego transcends reality, dude, you're, yeah. no, you're no good for anybody. And I yeah. see that a lot in the business now. It's, it's just yeah. bad. It's, and, it, it, I mean, it happened before I even got out of the business and while I was still in the business, it's just a lot of guys. It, it's, it's very, very, uh, their egos. I get you got an ego, but it's, it's, it's not a reality. Your ego is is unrealistic. All right, and, and I got a funny story for you, real fast. And uh, so make, was, make uh, it fast because we're pushing the three hour mark. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, you, three hours. Okay, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm in the locker room now. So yeah, uh, 
I, I, I'm at the uh, I'm at for ACPW. So Johnny Greco, I'm not Johnny Greco. Uh, who's a Casco? I forget. The, the, he was the commissioner anyway. Um, but anyway, he, he this other guy took over commissioner. Like he calls my phone on Tuesday. I'm, like, I'm at work. I hear. Whoa. He's like, this is Johnny Cisco, and I'm the ACPW commissioner. And blah blah blah. And you're gonna wrestle. I'm like, like he's talking like we're like you know on on camera. I'm like, I looked at my phone. And went. I click. I'm like, come on, dude. I'm like, I'm at work. I'm like you're gonna sit down. <laughs> unrealistic. Just totally unrealistic. But he's man. another. But <laughs> like another, another one. Another one. Another fan who got behind the and got in the ring and should have never been in the ring. It's one thing to be. And gimmick, and I've heard right. this about Flair that he's in gimmick uh, 24 hours a day. But when you just continuously and and Warrior was like that too. When you, you continuously, yeah, when you're living that gimmick, dude, it, that's bad. That's really really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I've heard of oh, a few guys. I, I one time I've heard uh, Mike uh, McFoley said that Vince was like that for a while. Like his character. In the ring, didn't change outside of the ring, and it I, was kind of like got to a I point like, that. uh, Vince, we're not in the that. ring anymore, you can drop it. But he's the boss, he can do what the fuck he wants, yeah. yeah. When, you're, sure when, you're, when you're a billionaire and your, your company is uh on the market, I mean, what I mean by the market is that you're on the stock exchange and you got investors, you can do what the fuck you want. <laughs> I don't like it. Believe me, I don't like Vince. I don't like anything that they, that company does. I don't like shit. But if they drop a, a contract in front of me today, I'm right there. Oh man! So, I, 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 <laughs> all right. I want to say congratulations, Flex. You are the first person to put us uh, right there, almost at the three-hour mark. So, so. So you're in the lead of anyone we ever had on the show. Hold on, brother, because I'm going to make that three hours. I'm looking at it right there. We're just like a minute away. So to cover that uh, that minute mark, do you have any Dave, you and I are going to be zombies tomorrow. You shut the hell up. I'm trying to get a final word out of me. I can go to fuck the bed. <laughs> you can do all the talking you want on Sunday, Mikey. Shut uh, up right now. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I got to say is I appreciate you guys letting me be a soundboard. Uh The business is still the business. It, it's It's still out there. It's just changed. I went through three decades of the business, almost three different, three decades, three different, and I've seen it how it changed from the, its garish costumes to to nothing today. You know, when guys are wearing damn near nothing and and going out in jeans and shit. So it's 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 still the business. It's different people just watching it today. It's not something that I can watch though. I can't watch it, but I love it. I still love it. I will tell you that I love the business that didn't love me back. And that's all I can say. And I'm not talking about the fans. It's just the business itself. I love the right, business right. that did not love me back. I know. I, I definitely want to get you back on the show. And since you don't watch the current business, no, I don't. what I don't. we will do 
on maybe one of our morning shows, we can uh, we can all do our homework. I think Joey Image will be up for this too as well. If we pick, will it even flex pick an old school show, or if he finds something on YouTube, like uh, like like an entire show or something like that, or anything somewhere that we can all watch separately and then come back and discuss like just i'm just gonna throw it out there for instance let's say we all go watch the very first wrestlemania and we can pick it apart no like, no honestly or if there's another pay-per-view who, what's your best what's your best wrestlemania honestly my, what's your best wrestlemania oh my best wrestlemania holy shit i That's got a two. tough one i, I only hey. got two i know you're talking about matches or pay-per-view the whole pay the whole pay-per-view only have two Ah uh, man! Oh jeez! Damn, I to look back at that. Yeah, uh, I got, I got, I, 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 okay. I, I'm gonna have to say a toss up between WrestleMania Seven, which the main event was Hogan versus Slaughter, and the other one would have to be. It's gonna have to be an earlier one, like an early one. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say five when it was Hogan and Macho Man in the main event, as well. Impactful right. for me was three. I got and, and uh, when Hogan, when Yokozuna beat Hart, and Hogan beat Yokozuna, that. Ah. Those are impactful, just totally impactful. Yeah. For me, for me, because yeah. I love. I'm I gonna love have to say matches. three. I for my second, I don't. I'd have to go back. I'm, Jeez, I got, I got two. There goes mine, and one is three. Three is because you, you obviously got Savage and Steamboat. Then you have the ultimate sellout pay per view of Hogan mm -hmm. and Andre that will never be duplicated. Mm -hmm. Then I'm gonna have to go a little bit more modern day of uh WrestleMania 20 of you know Undertaker dropping the whole uh, biker gimmick and coming back to his dead man gimmick mm -hmm. and working like the the, the the MSG was popping like crazy for that mm -hmm. and the uh, triple threat match I I enjoyed of uh, Triple H Michaels and, and Benoit mm -hmm. um I thought that was a solid three-way match so um I think that would probably be my two as the, far as the, um, the ending of, of 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 WrestleMania 20 was the best, the ending yeah. when yes. Guerrero and Benoit were standing in the ring together and the confetti was coming down and both of them as champions. Yeah, that would be yeah. mine. So uh, that was a classic moment. So yes, Flex, so we, you made us the three-hour mark. Pat, shut the hell up! I want to go to bed now. All right, uh, guys, y'all go to bed, please. All right, because I could do this all night, actually. Yes, yeah, yes. guys. Some people don't like all four. All four of us could sit here and talk wrestling forever. Uh, but yeah, once again, it was a pleasure and honor. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad pleasure, to. Brother. I'm glad to share. I'm glad I had the opportunity to not only share the locker room with you, slit, uh, share drives with you, share the ring with you. Uh, Hell, I even crashed at your place before too. We yes, you have. So yes, you have. So yes, you uh, have. thank you for all your contributions, uh, and 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 I hope the wife don't kill you for staying up so late with us mm. with us guys. 
she she's she's with me. She's, <laughs> the ba- I'm gonna tell you, I've been married a lot, and uh, this is the best the best one yet. I'm telling you, uh, she's she's my the best ever. Yeah. All right, uh, we're definitely gonna have to do this again sometime. Get get you on, on, on another one of our shows, and we'll we'll figure something out. We'll figure out a nice topic that uh, that we all can jump on. Something old school. We'll we'll, we'll keep it old school for Flex Wheeler. Wow. Please, we have not only an old school sports, but now we got old school wrestling. I love it. Shut yeah, up, Pat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't. I don't know anything about what's going on today in pro wrestling. Really, I don't. I couldn't even tell you. You see, even that's with, you even trying to Indy. make us feel old still. Yeah. <laughs> even with Indy, I, I just don't know. I, Shut I'm up, just, Mikey. I won't do it. <laughs> Damn! It's like my dad's in the room. <laughs> the last, uh, actually, the, well, I I did like that Owen. Uh, I watched one of his matches and I love him. Uh, what's that? That kid in the WWE, uh, Owens. Oh, Kevin. Owens. Oh, Kevin Owens. Owens. Love him. Yes, yes, love him. Really great for love a guy him. his size. Yes, he can really go. Watched him a couple of times and I liked him. And 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 they had that new kid. And I think uh, he's underutilized. Well, him and they had that new kid, uh, Austin, Austin Theory. Theory. He's going to be the future of WWE. That kid is. Yeah. So agreed. He, so if you haven't been watching it and you just happen to catch a glimpse of it, no. Try to keep your eye on that. No. Kid. If, you, if something no. pops up online, no. Fine, I'll just send you clips. Whatever. No, you won't. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you send me clips, I won't open them just what for that. <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, thank you one more time. Thank you, uh, brother. Thank you. And I'll definitely get you back on the show here. I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna uh, do my closing remarks. Yeah, we got, but uh, Flex, we got Joey Image here. We got um, a Slayer, Mike Slayer here. We got everybody here. Wow, I don't got Slayer here. I had Joey here. No, no, but I mean Slayer as far as you know being on the. Oh, team, oh yeah, know. yeah, old school guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, all right, Flex. Uh, thanks for coming on once again. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir, brother. And thank you very much. And body slams, body slams, body slams. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. You too. Good night. You too. Good night. All right, gentlemen. Well, that was our first ever three-hour show. It wasn't a three-hour tour like Gilligan's Island, but it was a (laughs) three-hour show with uh, indie vet Flex Willer in the house. Uh, I appreciate uh, everything he has contributed to the business and stuff like that. And uh, uh, you can, everyone, uh, you can tune in if you're tuning in late or you're going to catch the replay of this. Don't forget this coming uh, Sunday at 11 a.m. Breakfast and Body Slams. We will definitely be talking uh, NXT uh, War Games predictions. So. I don't know if uh, our man Pat wants to jump in on that or not. You know, he's more yeah, than baby. welcome to. All right. Well, we're going live at 11. And then we got the Eagles game at uh, one, o- some one o'clock. And then the pay-per-view later on that night. Uh, so uh, I, I don't know if anyone else. Knows. I showed this earlier. Got the Thursday night slam. Sure. That's pretty hot. That's a hot item. That is I'm nice. like, sweet. I'm like, I, I got my breakfast and buy slam shirts. I got my 
dedicated Run DMC type shirt. Uh, BSP Body Slams Podcast. Like that. that one there. I got the pop up pipe bomb shirt. And I'm waiting for like, my and I'm waiting for my OnlyFans parody shirt to get printed and come in too. It, it, you know, stay <laughs> Body Slams podcast. Now, so, now where's where's Dunn's belly shirt? Huh? Doesn't Dunn's get a belly shirt? Well, he wasn't That's here to own. defend himself. I didn't see him in the <laughs> chat. I, I I didn't see him in the chat room tonight. But uh, yeah, man. for anybody who wants. Any of these uh, items that I am sporting or have on my table right now, uh, go to bodyslamspodcast.com and check out our our uh, our pod shop. Uh, there's one for Cafe Press and one for uh, Teespring. Uh, click on the spring one. This is the one where you can get all the newer updated stuff. I'm probably going to get away from the Cafe Press stuff, though. Uh so yeah, uh, if you ever want to listen to any of our past shows, you can go on there too. Everything is pretty much will be up to date this uh, coming weekend. Uh, we will tonight. This show will be on on the uh, playlist on YouTube as well. Uh, so yeah, you can see all of our past shows. Or if you're on the go, in the car, at the gym, uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, uh, iTunes. Google Podcasts and, uh, and a host of other uh, audio platforms to listen to. So, um, but uh, I'm Chio Frost, one of your analysts here on <laughs> Slam. I'd like to thank uh, Mikey, the St. Bernard, the better Bernard, <laughs> and the gobbler, Frankie Frizzo, Pat Bernard of the gobbler. <laughs> Inc. show, which will be on Sunday at 9 a.m., followed up by the Combat Misfits at no, 10. No more. No more? No okay. more. No more. It's just Wednesdays now. Oh, just one. Okay, I can scratch them off my list. So the Gobbler at 9 and uh, and Breakfast of Bias Slams at 11. You can check us all out. Thank you, everyone, for uh, checking in on this long ass show yes i apologize <laughs> but when uh we get to talking we get to talking uh i did not expect to have these two gentlemen jump in but uh flex just want to keep talking so we went with it so yeah. maybe i so maybe i should have had dennis on, on this show it, it, it would have went longer <laughs> <laughs> so i uh gentlemen uh i don't know how that game went tonight i'm sure Dallas won the way I was looking at the score. So screw them. So, all right. Uh, we're out of here. Don't forget to check out BiceLandsPodcast.com. Like, share, comment, subscribe to all of our platforms. Hit the notification button so you know when we are on air. And we will definitely see you people at the matches. Goodbye. Thank you. Peace out. <laughs>